welcome back. Wow, is that loud? Did that hurt your ears? Me screaming into the microphone. Ah! Um, I'm in a bit of a restless mood. For no reason. I think I'm just bored. But, like, I have so much things to do. Like, there's so many things for me to do. But, like, I'm still bored. <laughs> so... I'm in a restless mood. I was just, you know those moods that you get in and you just like want to scream? Like I'm in one of those moods. I literally was walking around my house just screaming and just like making weird noises and my roommate thought I was having like an, like an episode. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck is this bitch on? And I said, boredom. Well, that wasn't funny. Anyway, my voice is still a bit fucked. I think... I don't know, I've maybe I've been talking a lot more recently. No, that's not it. I always talk. <laughs> I don't know why my voice is so fucked. I'm not sick or anything. I don't know. Maybe my voice is maturing. I'm kind of liking it, though. I do mumble a lot, though. So, sorry. I, I will literally listen to my podcast back. I never, okay, I never edit my podcast. Like, I literally... I record it and then usually the next day I just like upload it and don't even like listen to it because I, you know, I, I have this living life on the edge. <laughs> like if I say something bad, that's like, you know, going to get me in trouble. I wouldn't know because I don't edit. I like, you know, the fear of unknowing. Not that I would ever say anything bad. That's probably why I do it because I just trust myself not to. But like... You know, there's always that possibility that something will just slip. Like, I think last episode, I was like, oh, sometimes I just talk and I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth. It just kind of makes sense. I said that in one of the episodes. So it is a bit risky because sometimes things just slip. And I was, the other day, I was going on a walk and I listened to podcasts when I, on a walk. And there was no new podcast to listen to. Like, at all. So I just decided to listen to mine for, you know, some reason. Like, my last episode too, I was so hungover and so cracky that I literally had no idea what the fuck I said. Like, no idea what topics. I I have a vague idea what the topics were, but I literally have no idea what the fuck I was saying. Because I was just so, like, out of it, you know, when you're, like, hungover. But, like, you're not hungover, like, you're, you're not sick or anything. It's not like you have a hangover. Like, you're sick from the hangover. But, like... But like, but like, but like, but like, (laughs) fucking shut up. Um, But like you um, feel scattered, like you feel a bit out of it. You just don't feel like all of the brain cells are there. And that's how I felt. And I don't remember a thing I said, but yeah, so I was listening to it and fucking funny, but (laughs) I thought it was so funny, but um. I don't really understand where I got, why am I talking about this? But listening to it, I was kind of like, maybe I should edit my podcast. But then I'm also like, nah, because it's funny. It's more authentic. More authentic. But I am recording this on Saturday, which I like, I never record on a Saturday. I, I usually record on a Wednesday or a Thursday, just before the Friday. But it's a week coming up. And um, I'm expecting lots of hangovers. So I don't really want to be... I mean, when I'm hungover, it is quite fun to just talk. But it's also risky. And it's also... It hurts. And the motivation is just not there. So I thought I may as well do a podcast when I'm actually motivated to talk. Like, I feel in a very talkative mood. Like, do you ever, like, get in those moods where you just, like pretend that you're in an interview and like you're a celebrity and you think like you just pretend you're getting interviewed that is like the mood I'm in right now and those moods are quite frequent but not (laughs) for me but not when I'm hungover so I think now is the great time to make a podcast before you know I'm cracked out for the week and um (laughs) but not on actual crack guys don't do drugs it's not fun not a fun time at all at all getting into that not drugs um (laughs) this week's episode I thought I would switch things up um I wanted to do an episode where you guys send in firsts firsts 
What a fucking slip of the tongue that is. No, that's not what it says. That's not what the phrase is. I don't know. A tongue tie. That's what that phrase is. Um, I wanted to do an episode of firsts. <laughs> so you guys send in questions about my firsts experiences <laughs> of firsts. It's a lot of firsts. Um, but then I also wanted you guys to send in your first experiences, but not many of you have. But <laughs> I swear to God, this is off topic, but I swear to God, my, you know, neighbours above me, because I live in like a duplex me, I swear to God, they use so much fucking water, like so much water. Like I swear, my other roommate doesn't think this was is an issue at all, but I cannot, they do so much loads of washing like I swear to god they probably do a whole load of washing each every single day like I swear to god like they I they did so much washing I am pretty sure they broke the fucking washing machine like the washing machine has been broken for like two weeks and I'm pretty sure it's because of them <laughs> I'm like I me and my roommates maybe do washing maybe once a week maybe and usually we go home and make our mums do it because you know we're functioning adults <laughs> So we know it wasn't us. So it has to be them. It's just, it's just weird. It's so sus. And it's not like small amounts of washing. It's like little big ass loads, like clothes and clothes and no sheets, no sheets, no towels or anything, just clothes and clothes. It makes me feel like they're doing some laundrying up there. Like they're doing something sus up in the apartment above. Like I, I, I can just tell. And they have 5 million showers a day. Like, for 30 minutes each like it's I am not looking forward to this water bill like I'm gonna go off my nut if it's expensive anyway rant <laughs> um I should probably get started shouldn't I nah let's keep talking shit uh, my issue is like I'm in the mood for talking but I'm not in the mood for like reading and reading is really hard for me I get distracted so easily um but here I go okay first time getting drunk um Look, I can't really remember. I I think I'm not sure how to explain this in like a normal way, but in Australia, our drinking culture is like huge. Like I don't think that's a normal thing for most countries. Like I know like in America when you get to like high school, like later years of a high school and maybe like college and stuff, like drinking's huge. But like I don't think people I've had a few exchange friends come here and they're like, God, oh my god, like the drinking culture is literally huge. It's kinda like we're all just alcoholics, but it's acceptable. We're, like, acceptable alcoholics. And then, like, the actual alcoholics are, like, insane. Like, they drink literally from the moment they get up to the moment they pass out because it's not sleeping. They pass out. Like, that is, like, our really insane alcoholics. <laughs> I don't know. I have literally no idea. I'm 19. I have no idea. But <laughs> our drinking culture is huge here. Like, I started drinking when I was, like, 16, so I don't, like, remember drinking like the first time being drunk oh actually no I vaguely do um okay so my friend in high school used to have these shindigs we used to call them shindigs and these were gabos they weren't parties they were gabos they had like maybe like 20 people tops and they were all our friends and pretty much all from our year besides you know those year nine girls who were like with the tradie year 12s you know those that that thing yeah that was a, a weird thing I don't know if that's Australian culture either like there's like this thing in high school where like year 12 boys will date or like tradies who are like just they dropped out of school or something like they'd still be like 18 or 19 but they would date like year nine girls it was weird it's disgusting but um there'd be the odd occasion where there'd be like three year nine girls there getting in with the older kids it's a bit odd it's all a bit sus <laughs> it's all a bit suspect but you only think of it it's suspect after high school. Like, in the moment, you're kind of like, ew, that's kind of gross. But then, like, it's so normalised that you're, like, not even thinking about it until after high school. And you're like, well, that's predatorial. That's disgusting. Um, it's also illegal. Um, yeah, but so I vaguely remember that, like, one of my first times getting drunk was at that one of the first shit digs he ever had. And um, I just remember dancing a lot. I think I got literally got drunk of maybe like one sip of cruiser. Iconic. I, I literally think I had one cruiser and I was like smashed. 
Sarah was such a lightweight back in the day. I'm pretty sure I smelt alcohol and I got like really drunk. So I was such a lightweight. It was very cheap. I wish I was still that, like that lightweight, but I had like 10 drinks the other night and I was completely fine. I was like, oh, well, that's a waste of money, I like to say. Um, okay. Our first kiss. Oh, how awkward. <laughs> My first kiss was at one of these shindigs and I think it was the second one. So it was probably the second or third time I'd been drunk. And um, I hope he doesn't hear this because the guy who was my first kiss is also like one of my best, like one, not my best mate, but he's like a, a really good mate of mine. So I really hope he does not listen to this. But because he's going to know it's him. Like it's pretty obvious it was him. Anyway, so we're at one of these parties at these shindigs, as I like to call them. And I was, I, I remember the whole thing. So I don't think I was pretty drunk. I was like tipsy, I guess. And we were, me, him and my friend were like laying on the grass for some fucking reason. And we, me and my friend were both on his chest. Again, for some reason, not really sure. Not sure of the vibes, but that was apparently the vibe we were going for. Anyway, there was also another boy I liked, I really liked there and I just wanted to make him jealous (laughs) because I was stupid and a little bitch. So I looked at my friend who I was on the chest and I, we just started making out. And that was my first kiss. That was my first kiss with my friend. And I was like, this is so weird. I don't know why I did that. I'm not even attracted to him in that way, but I did it. And that was my first kiss. I'm glad it was with my friend though. It's a funny story, to be honest. I, you know, I just, it's a funny story to me. When I tell stories, I feel like I don't tell stories, like funny stories in a way that's funny. Like the other day I was talking to my friend and I was telling him the New Year's Eve story. You know, you, if you're an OG, I think it's the second episode maybe where I talked about my New Year's Eve experience, but um, I was telling him that. And to me, it's really funny because I lived it and I remember, I have flashbacks and like I can see everyone's faces and shit. Like it was just really funny. But the way I explained it was not funny. And he was kind of just like, that's it. He was kind of like, that's your funny New Year's Eve experience. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't really know the full context behind it. But like, see, that's why I think I have an issue with telling stories. Like, it's not, I need to get better at it. I I feel like I need to add more like, you know, visualizing to it. I don't add any visualizing. But like, if I add visualizing, I'm going to talk for too long. Anyway, I'm talking for too long fucking now. Anyway, so... It was a funny experience. It's a funny story, I guess. I mean, I think it was quite amusing. It did not work. It did not get, you know, like I'm sure the boy I was trying to make jealous did not give an absolute shit (laughs) that I made out with my friend. But I did it and I've kissed him multiple times since then for some reason, always drunk. (laughs) Um, Like, it's so weird. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. I'm not going to expose your name, but love you, man. Um, um, okay, first day of preschool. Um, is that taking the piss? Like, I swear some of these are just fucking dumb. Like, I swear to God, like, no hate. No hate to the girl who said this. But, like, oh, come on. Sis, that's not even funny. <laughs> like, obviously, I don't remember preschool. Like, what the fuck? I can tell you a story about it, though. I used to hang out with all the boys uh, in preschool. I was quite the ladies' man. Um, no, wait, no. No, I'm also that man. No, I was quite the man's lady. No, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I used to hang out with the boys <laughs> because none of the girls liked me. I used to get bullied in preschool. <laughs> That's probably where a lot of my trauma comes from. <laughs> no, I'm sure it doesn't. I'm not sure. I, I would need to see a therapist for that. But I also don't really want to dig that up. I feel like it's unnecessary to dig that up. It was also like almost 20 years ago. Like, I don't need to dig that up. That's fine. Let it be in the past. But yes, I used to get bullied by the girls for hanging out with the boys. Like, I used to get bullied for hanging out with the boys, but then they wouldn't hang out with me. So then I would be forced to hang out with the boys. I'm like, really? It makes no sense. Ladies, it makes no sense. And then in primary school and in high school, one of my best, one of my, 
best friends, I guess, was um, one of the girls in preschool who would bully me. And she'd be like one of those girls who like stands behind the ringleader and it's like, uh-huh, yeah, you're just ugly or some shit. I don't, I don't remember what they said. But um, I'm sure they weren't calling me a slut. I'm sure they were being like, oh, you're a slut. You're hanging out with the boys. Like, I'm sure they did not know what that word meant. I'm sure they were just like making fun of me for being near the boys and, you know, germs, ill boy germs, I have boy germs. They were probably like that. They probably were like, you're a boy because you're hanging out with the boys. Yeah, I am. And I also still hang out with the boys. Love the boys. Anyway, <laughs> that was, that was a bit much. So yeah, a bit of trauma there for your Friday morning for from me. Happy to see it. Um, Okay, next one, I guess. There is a lot of first kisses. Guys, I can, there's only so many times I can explain my first kiss and I've already done it just then. So I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> Obviously not that you know that because this you're not here with me when I'm doing the podcast. But anyway, whatever. I'm scattered. <laughs> First hangover experience. Well, I obviously don't remember this, um, but I've had many hangover experiences and we all know I just end up in the bath. If you don't know that, you're obviously new and you have not listened to my New Year's Eve story, which is in episode two. I'm pretty sure. Don't take take that with a grain of salt. I'm pretty sure it's like episode two or three, like one of those two. But yeah, we all know that when I'm hungover, I end up in the bath. No water, clothes on, and in the bath. Actually, no, oh my God, I talked to someone the other day who agreed. They agreed with everything I said about being in the bath hungover. He was like, yeah, because it's like cold and it's like hard. Like it's a hard service so you don't have to focus on like being comfortable and stuff. And I was like, whoa, who are you? You're my soulmate. <laughs> Us, we're going to be hungover in the bath together. Just laying in the bath when we're 40 years old. In the bath together, hungover. That's the dream. Couple goals. Anyway, the first concert. Well, come on, let's be real. We all know who my first concert was. Let's not, let's not, you know, joke around the bush. Let, let's not do that. That's not even the, the correct phrase, but I'm still using it. Um, we all know who it was. And it is quite embarrassing. It was my brother, if you don't know. It is quite embarrassing because everyone has such cool first concert stories. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw, like, Taylor Swift. Or I saw Katy Perry or some shit. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I saw my brother. <laughs> like, you know how embarrassing that is? <laughs> my friend saw Reese Maston. Reese Maston was her fucking first concert. Are you kidding me? The jealousy in the Penrith Plaza. Like... The jealousy I feel for that. She was so close to Maurice Master and I used to have the fattest crush on him. I was like 12 and I was like sure I was going to marry him. Like I was like, yes, me and Maurice are together actually. Um, he's already proposed. Like I remember when he started dating some girl from like Home and Away. <laughs> if you're not Aussie, I know literally like half of my um, audience for this like majority of the audience is American and then you poor things you have literally no idea what I'm talking about but <laughs> Reese Maston was an icon he still is to this day but um he won X Factor in like 2011 or something and he made all the girls hearts throb only 10 year old girls <laughs> like no no one aged higher than 10 had a crush on Reese Maston but um <laughs> I definitely was in love with that boy. Um, but, you know, like X Factor contestants go literally nowhere here. I don't, that's probably why they don't even have that show on air anymore. They literally make it to plaza level. Like they can perform at maybe, maybe an RSL club. <laughs> maybe if you're lucky. If you're lucky, you get an RSL club. But if you're not, you, you're stuck with the plazas. You're stuck with the local shops, the markets. That is what you get. <laughs> so... That was my friend's first concert and I was really jealous. She got to see Reese Maston and all of his 2011 glory and I've never been more jealous of a human in my life because all I got to see was my brother. <laughs> Anywho, leading on from that, my first famous, I guess, celebrity crush. Yes, this is iconic. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> No, okay, okay, you can tell me, Lauren, that's not a celebrity. 
but he is. <laughs> Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks was my first crush. And he is a celebrity. Just look at the way he moves on that stage in the movies. He is a celebrity and he is famous and he was my first crush. <laughs> and you know what? I saw a meme a few weeks ago. I don't, know, I don't fucking know when I saw the meme. But it was like, if you had a crush on Simon from Alvin and the Chipmunks, you know, the, the guy in the blue, um, you are now into tall, skinny, nerdy boys. If you were into Alvin, you're into fuckboys. <laughs> and if you're into Fiddle, you love a good dad bod. And you know what? I feel like all of three of those cannot make any... They, they make perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Like, I can't even... Like, where is the psychology behind that? Because that needs more studies. Where is... It needs more studies. Let's pay for that. Let's get that the ball moving on that one. Because that is spot on anyway yes he was my first crush I used I used to have a poster of him on my wall my pink walls at home and I would kiss it every night and be like good night Alvin love you and get a bit um <laughs> well that's embarrassing um anyway so yeah no judgment but he was definitely my first crush and I used to be very ashamed of that but I am not because how iconic um, okay, the next one's first big disappointment. Well, coming out of the womb, didn't didn't like it. Didn't recommend going through this thing called life that I was forced into. Wasn't a fan. Didn't like it. I feel like that was probably my first disappointment. Also, probably looking up, seeing my parents, and they're like, "Are you kidding me? This is what I'm gonna have to deal with." <laughs> Fuck. No, I'm joking. Um. <laughs> But am I? Are we Are we joking when we say this? Because I feel like we're not joking. It's like a little bit of hurt when we say this. It's like, yeah, it's probably my first one. My first disappointment was when I came out of the womb, honestly. Jokes aside, depression aside, that was probably it. Anyway, I can't remember my first big disappointment. My life has been full of trauma. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, it's probably been a shit ton. We've been here for years if I was talking about all my disappointments. So, no, I'm not going to talk about my big disappointment. I guess my most recent big disappointment, the most recent one I've had to endure, endure? Yeah. You know, recover from, is um, McDonald's. Don't sell wraps after 12 a.m. Who would, who thought? Also, the kebab shop was shut at 12 a.m. And all I wanted was a fucking Goslame at, after having the fat boogie on the dance floor that's all I wanted and he was shot so that I feel those two were my most recent disappointments I hope that I hope that answered your question wow I'm just in the most sassiest mood but you know what it's one of my personalities geminatings oh my god geminatings I have so many personalities like no Becky you're just a bitch (laughs) (laughs) um when I say that when I say Becky I mean me (laughs) I'm like yeah I have so many personas but I'm like no Lauren you're just a fucking bitch (laughs) someone said my first album um I obviously can't remember my first album it was probably like my first album that I bought myself was probably Katy Perry at some stage I oh maybe it was Ed Sheeran I can't remember. Oh, no, it was Ariana Grande. It was, like, my everything, I'm pretty sure. It was, like, it was either Katy Perry or Ariana. I don't know. That was the first one I bought. But my first one ever was, like, I don't know, some kid's show, like, High Five or some shit. Like, one of those CD, the soundtrack or something. And me and my cousin, when we were, like, five, would dance in his room to it. That's what I remember. But also, like, albums weren't a thing growing up. Because when I was a young, iPod shuffles were coming out. So I remember being in, like, a car on, like, a road trip with my iPod fucking shuffle, which had none of my music in it. Like, I don't actually know how any of that music got on there. I don't know. Maybe my brother put it on there. But, like, it was all this, like, weird gothic music. (laughs) It was, like, heavy metal shit. And then there was also um, Kings of Leon were also in there. I remember, I specifically remember the whole of the Kings of Leon album being in there. 
Like I probably have PTSD from that. I listened to it so many times on repeat because I didn't want to listen to all this heavy metal shit. So I'd be like, yeah, your sex is on fire. When I was like eight years old in the car on a family trip. Um, wow, the traumas. Um, so that's a memory for you all. That's a memory. That's something for you all to take home. Um, next one, first dates. Guys, I think I've said this almost in every single podcast. I have never been on, on a date. Date. I've never been on a date date. And I don't ever want to. <laughs> Going on the first date literally sounds like the worst thing. Like it sounds like torture. Like I honestly would rather just talk to a person. Never. <laughs> like it literally sounds disastrous like the awkwardness the social anxiety like if I was going to go on the first date I would have to make sure I either was friends with the person first like I knew them or like we had mutual like not even then like even if we had mutuals I don't think I could do it because it'd be so awkward like and I would need to know they're my friend first and then we can like go on dates I guess like not like at first like we're going to a restaurant like go on like maybe like walks or some shit together but then, or they would have to be like really outgoing, like nonstop, like the most outgoing class clown type of person. Otherwise, I just don't think I could do it. I can't do the awkward silences because I'm shitting myself and they're shitting themselves. And then we're both shitting ourselves. So then where are we going from there? There's nothing to gather from there besides shit. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck am I talking about? Okay, this is this is why I need to edit. Um, okay, someone said first couple. So I'm guessing that that means first relationship, which I go, yuck, yucky. I don't want to talk about it. It's traumatic. Ew. Every time I think I'm over the PTSD, he, I, I just, he pops up again. I'm like, oh. He's like one of those things that just like don't go down. You know those um, weird hamster things that you like find at like arcades and you like hit the heads and they come back up. He's like one of those. <laughs> like go away. I just want to move on. Like it's not like I was ever into him. It's not like he broke my heart or anything. Like if anything I broke his heart. But the trauma from the relationship is like the stuff that keeps coming back up. And I'm like I don't want to talk about it because it's annoying. So that question I'm not going to answer even though I pretty much did uh, I'm excited for a new relationship though boys hit me up <laughs> no but don't because I won't reply um I ghost every boy I talk to um <laughs> oh why god I'm opening up way too much this is just what okay but fuck it let's just be open you guys also have to be open with me. If I'm going to be open, you have to be open. So you can't be like hiding shit. You can't be like scared to tell me stuff. You can't be scared to like write in like these really in-depth like experiences or like really weird questions because I'm going to answer them and I'm going to be open. That means you have to be open. You can't be sending me like weird shit. Like first day in preschool. Like that shit's just not on. <laughs> um, oh well now I'm yelling no guys I'm sorry I am very grateful I don't mean this I feel I sound very ungrateful I'm very grateful okay it was sincere I, I swear that was sincere but you know I'm I am known for the hard love the tough love that is what I'm known for my friend I don't beat around the bush see I said it right that time I don't beat around the bush when it comes to you know love like I'm not gonna tell you lies I'm gonna tell you how it is and if it hurts that's probably because it needs to hurt yeah. <laughs> but in saying that, when someone gives me tough love, I'm like, fuck you. Like, I don't need this. I hate tough love I'm on me. I just, I can't do tough love on me. I'm not, I'm, I'm too sensitive. But some people need tough love. And I'm that person who can give it to them, but I can't receive it. You know, like, no, I will not ever talk to you again. So <laughs> maybe tough love is just not for me. Again, I'm left wondering, why am I fucking talking about this? Anyway. I'm waiting for more questions to arrive. There has been none. So I guess we're moving on to the next segment. Okay, well, since no one's sending in first time questions for me, I might still come back if there's like a few more interesting ones. But since no one's sending them in currently and I'm in a great mood, 
if you couldn't tell. I am gonna do the next segment, which is your first time experiences. Wow, wow, it's all about you, not about me. Um, okay. Well, I asked you guys to send them through through DMs or some shit. I don't know, I forgot to be honest, but someone sent this one over Twitter. So I'm gonna read it out. I'm gonna read it out and share my opinions. Okay. She said, here's a fun one. My first time vomiting in the pub. Okay, that was her first time vomiting in the pub. Cool. Great. Actually, I need to check her bio. So I'm like, yeah, she's a girl. Okay, cool. Um, I not long um, turned 18 and the Aussie gods that are Justice Crew. Oh, icons. Another X Factor one hit wonders um, really made their mark on Australian culture for the, you know, the pre-teens of 2012. Anyway, back to the story. Um, they came to my hometown to do a concert at the pub. Obviously. <laughs> um, afterwards, I went on a pub crawl with a bunch of my mates and got absolutely fucked drunk. Nice. Love to see it. Long story short, I ended up on one or two... Okay, I'm confused. Hang on. Wait, no, I've got it. Okay, so she said, I ended up on the floor of the bathroom of the third pub, as we all have. And we got to this lovely lady in her mid-40s. Oh, it's always the mid forty ladies at the third pub that you go to. And they're just like, oh, I remember when I was young. Oh, you girls. Oh, yes. And they're like still pretending to be young. And you're just like, you're like, you have a fucking fat boogie with them. They're like the greatest people ever. Love those bitches. Anyway, back to the story. She was holding back my hair while my best friend was also chucking in the stall beside me. Oh, bonding moments. I turned around and the lady recognised me and told me she was my preschool teacher. How the fuck? <laughs> How does she remember that? Did she retire the year after you left? Like, that is so weird. I could not tell you who my preschool teachers were. That is, like, the weirdest shit ever. Anyway, moving on. Long story short, I had drank way too many vodka raspberries and ended up vomiting in the arms of a woman who helped me toilet train. Ah! Oh, what a full circle moment! <laughs> That's so cool. I would love to have that story in my life. That's so full circle. That's so full circle. I fucking love that. She probably frothed that too. I bet she tells her friends all the time. I bet she tells her children. Like, or she'll tell that story till the day she dies. 100%. That story is so iconic. That is the best story ever. Wow. Also, how the fuck did she remember you? That is just weird. Because, like, obviously, you look so different in preschool. That's actually a bit creepy now I think about it. It's a bit suspect. Has she been keeping tabs? Is she following your Facebook, keeping tabs on you, drives by your house every day just to see if you're still there? And then she was like, she saw her opportunity when you were drunk at that third pub and she's like, here, here, here's my chance. You know, now I'm going off now I'm going off topic. I'm turning this lovely story into the creepiest story ever. Okay, like sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, next one. Okay, the next one is Hey, I get it's for a tweet. I need see. I'm not good at this. Anyway, I'm keep talking. I'm getting tired. I'm getting drained. No, I'm not. Okay, let's keep going. Keep the show going. My first concert was Niall Horan in Manchester in March 2018. What the hell? Why did that take you so long? 2018 was your first concert. Boy, come on, do better. And I ended up crying for the next two weeks. And lost my voice, even though I had a national stage performance to do in the final week of March. Luckily, the production went well and I got an award for it. So yay me. Congrats. Congrats. Also a bit concerned why you were crying about Niall Horan for two weeks. Like, okay, I, I, I can't relate to this because I don't think I've ever been a stan person. Like, I can never, like, really fully stan someone. Like, obviously, I love Ariana Grande and I would cry at her concert. Absolutely. But I'm not going to cry for two weeks after. That's that's a bit much. I think there's is something else happening. <laughs> like, I feel like Niall would also not want you to cry for two weeks after. I feel like... He would not like that. He would not enjoy that knowing that you he made you cry for two weeks, even if they're happy tears. I feel like it's a bit much. But go you for getting an award. Fuck yeah, after being crying. Maybe maybe ask some deeper questions. Like, why am I crying for two weeks over Niall Horan? 
<laughs> the least, you know, known person of the band, <laughs> of the group. Actually, no, he's not. Niall's doing great. I feel like the least known person of One Direction was, like, maybe Liam. No one likes Liam. Let's be real. No one likes Liam. Um, but, okay. Great story. Love to hear it. Great first time at a concert story. Love to hear it. Cool. Keep it. Okay. Let's do the next one. I'm still, I'm, I'm holding my microphone really loud and proud. Like, it gives me so much power. I fucking love this microphone. Anyway, next one. <laughs> my friend told me that her boyfriend at the time, we were only 14, wouldn't give her his hat. Okay. It was weird fucking hat. But he, she wanted it unless I kissed his friend, like made out or whatever. And so that's how I had my first kiss. And when I got there, he was 5'3 and I was only 5'5. Five five. But still, that's how I had my first kiss. And it was raining, but she got the hat. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> I hope to God you are not still friends with this person. She sounds horrible. She also sounds borderline psychotic. <laughs> she made her best friend at 14 have her first kiss so she could get her boyfriend's hat. <laughs> Is what I'm getting from this story. I'm not sure if it's correct or not because... I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. What the fuck? Girl, what the hell? No, that's not okay. <laughs> no, oh my, and it was for the fucking hat. I mean, I, I feel like the height is, is not your priority right now. It's not the main thing you should focus on. That's a bit, it's a bit traumatic. It's a bit much. Like for a hat, if it was her boyfriend's hat, just take it off his fucking head. <laughs> Like, what type of hat is this? Like, is it one of those rainbow ones that has the propeller on top? Like, because, I mean, that could be kind of worth it. But also, it's also not. <laughs> well, I really hope that you're not friends with this person anymore. She sounds tragic and so toxic. I hope you're doing well. But you know what? I hope this story didn't give you trauma. But, because it's kind of funny. But it's also kind of traumatic. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Okay, so I've just like gone over, like, you know, briefly gone over this next story and I take back what I said about you guys not opening up because this story is insane. <laughs> I take it all back. You guys are fucking wild. <laughs> You're also not young, obviously. You guys are fucking wild. Okay, and I love to see it. Okay, so this girl, hang on, let me check the pronouns. Let me check the pronouns, people. I can't see them. Oh, no, this is hard. Oh, yes, yes, she, she. Okay, cool. Okay, great. Okay, let me start. Okay, my first real high school party was something I'll never forget. It was the night of my senior prom. My best friend and I were at, at the time, wanted to get ready together, as we all do. We loved that. I went with her and her mum to get my nails done. After then, we got back in the car and were on our way to get ready. Yep. While I was in the backseat, I had things on since I had just got my nails done sure her mum went over a speed bump a little too fast and she couldn't slow down I didn't realize that on the passenger's side of the car the seatbelt holder was broken and laying on the front and laying on the floor of the car the seatbelt holder I'm confused is that like the the clip I'm not sure anyway continuing when we hit the speed bump, I slid forward and my nail, my toe got jammed in ew, in the seatbelt holder. Ooh, ow. There was blood everywhere and I was supposed to wear heels with my dress. So that's what I did. We bandaged my foot up well, got ready for the night, and my dumbass still wore those heels. Go for it. Like, honestly, you're not a dumbass for that. I would have also worn heels still because, you know, the night is young. I'm not going to be in a bandage. Like, no, you did the right thing. Obviously, at some point, I took them off. Yes. Yes, as we all do. It was like, I swear to God, every girl was like in heels for maybe like 20 minutes and then we all took them off. We all had bets. We had we did bets on who could like stay in them the longest and I think the longest person was maybe 40 minutes and that was just like outstanding. Anyway, moving on. That's not even the worst part of the night. No, it is not. From what I have read, it is not. <laughs> um, 
She, at this point, my best friend and I were having so much fun. We met up with other friends and planned ongoing party hopping after the dance. Awesome. Love it. Back in high school, I was pretty stupid. At times, I would use... I used... Uh, okay. I used to use, smoke a lot of weed and had never done any drug, other drugs. Yep. Until that night. Ah! It's going downhill already. <laughs> after we took the molly... Don't do drugs, kids. Not worth it. Not worth it. Don't do drugs. Okay. Moving on. We went out to my friend's car where we all piled six or seven people in. Yeah, don't do drugs and drive. Not, not a good idea. That's always a bad idea at any time. Even if you're like, they're sober. And it's like, no, they're not. They've had about six beers. <laughs> so six beers and like maybe five caps they're definitely not sober Angelina <laughs> I don't know an Angelina I'm literally making up random names anyway that was like a random name by the way okay continuing this is where things really start to go downhill well obviously as my friend is driving someone in the back started dancing around to the music we had on and you know and I was getting ready to hit from the, take a hit from the blonde yep okay so I'm guessing weed um instead I ended up dropping it on my dress and burned a hole through it okay oh that's a bit shit <laughs> sucks if you wanted to sell the dress after <laughs> yes there's a, a blunt hole in it <laughs> but I will still sell it to you for fucking eight hundred dollars and they're like piss off anyway I'm rambling I keep I'll keep going the rest of the night was a blur I was ended up drinking way too much and um and in the morning, I ended up waking up in someone else's front lawn. <laughs> Whoever's house, we ended up at the end of the night. I fell asleep in their yard, but I wasn't the only one. Someone else was on the other side of the yard. I shit you not. We looked at each other, nodded, and then we went to breakfast together. And we've been f friends ever since. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> what a night. I mean, that really is just a night not to remember. That's like, that sounds like a fucking movie. <laughs> that sounds like a Netflix special. I swear to God. Maybe minus the Molly <laughs> for Netflix, you know? Sounds like a romantic start of like to all the boys I've loved before type shitty movie. That's literally what it sounds like. And you probably have about 10 sequels. Like, I really recommend you like email this to Netflix. Be like, oi, I've got a story for you. Get ready for this one, boys. <laughs> and you'll end up like um, 50 Stage of Grey. That was like the fan fiction about like Harry Styles, right? I'm pretty sure, was it? I can't remember. But like you'll end up like that type of franchise. I really, this is fucking great. I can't believe you've been friends. I can just like imagine just like looking at each other from across the yard, completely scattered, nodding and being like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's go get breakfast. <laughs> That's fucking sick. Oh, there's more. Um, she went for the toe. She went to the doctor. A couple of days later, they have to remove a part of her toenail and put me in a boot because you had broken it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, lucky you didn't go to the doctor that day. Otherwise, you would not have had this fun night. Anyway, great story. Love, love to hear the wildness of you. Makes me feel like... I need to be more wild. Like, I feel like I'm wild, but then I'm also like, I'm not wild at all. <laughs> then I hear these stories, I'm like, wow, I'm really not wild. But also, don't do drugs. Guys, not it. I do not condone the drugs. No judgment, if you do. They can be fun. But we don't do them. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> okay. I take back everything I said about the no sex questions because I have had an inflood. It's like I manifested the sex questions. I've manifested the sex questions and now there's an influx of sex questions. So I take it all back. It's like you guys, you guys just know. You heard me say it and you're all like, yes, sex questions to Lauren right now. It's like you knew. Okay, this one. Okay, she says, not my first time, but I hooked up with this guy and he literally finished in like five seconds. You know, it happens to the best of us. I am not a dude, can't speak for myself because I do not have a penis, but sometimes it happens. Anyway, she said, I didn't talk to him for like two or three years and then hooked up with him again and he stuck it 
between my legs and fought it <laughs> and fought it was in. Safe to say there would not be a third time of charms. No. <laughs> Imagine the embarrassment of the dude. Like you're like, um, that's not in, that's my legs. That is my thighs, not my vagina hole. <laughs> not anywhere near my clitoris. That is my thighs. <laughs> the embarrassment. Oh my god, the poor dude. But almost poor you for going back, giving him a chance, and like he sucked even worse. <laughs> I mean, props to you. What a queen. Someone said, my first crush was Freddie from iCarly, and I still love him. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just leaving that there. I want you to really just, like, bask in what you just said, because that's embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> you have that. You have that first, and I'll have Alvin, okay? I still think Alvin is a lot better than Freddie. How can one have a crush on Freddie? He was so fucking annoying. Anyway, no judgment. No judgment. You, you sit with that. Okay, next one. She said, my first time I ever hung out with a guy, I invited my friends over so he wouldn't try anything. There is a lot of these. I keep, uh, there is a lot of people saying they got forced into things from men. Shocking. <laughs> um, but and that makes me so sad. I hate how a lot of people's first times like doing anything like kisses and like hanging out with boys, like they have to be scared because it's like so forceful. Like, it makes me so mad. Like, this is a whole nother topic, but, like, it literally infuriates me, like, that men get away with this shit. Like, they just get away with it, and then they, they feel like they can keep doing it, and they get away with it, so they're going to keep doing it and push the limits even more, and then that's how you get fucking rapists and, you know, sexual assaults. And it makes me so mad. Like, so mad. That even this girl had to invite her friends over because she was so scared that this boy was going to, like, try something with her on the first day. Like, girls should not have to fucking feel that way. Like, that's terrible. Like, raise boys better. And this has nothing to do with girls. Like, this is, like, raise boys better. Like, all these, like, excuses. Like, well, you were asking for it. Or you were wearing this. Or you said this. Or you were flirting. Like, no. Maybe raise your kids or your boys not to, like, abuse and take advantage of women. Maybe that's the issue. But, like, that's... I'm not getting into that because I could talk about this for hours. Okay. Getting into what she said. Um, give the poor boy a chance. <laughs> he was probably so startled when he saw all these girls. I all in picture is like, you guys were all in like a circle and you're just like waiting for him at the door. And he walked in and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he was probably so scared. Oh, <laughs> but also like, fair enough. But maybe like, that's why people go on dates to a restaurant. Cause like, then you're, like, around people. Or if you go on, like, a walk or something, there's people around. So maybe, like, having your friends over and ambushing him with your friends was a bit much. It's maybe just go for a walk in public. Or maybe, like, if it's, like, a social anxiety thing and you felt, like, anxious meeting a boy for the first time, like, still I would suggest go on a walk. Maybe have a, maybe have a shot of, like, vodka. No. No, I can't, I can't suggest that, but I definitely would be getting drunk if I was on the first day. Oops. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, don't ambush a boy with your friends because it kind of sounds a bit witchy. It sounds like you're about to do some voodoo on him and he was probably shitting himself. Okay. Someone said, after I had my first kiss, my partner turned over and went to sleep. Okay. I have an issue with this. Is that not normal? I mean, okay, it is a bit weird that it's, like, was he aware or, like, was she aware that it was your first kiss? I'm, like, because if they were aware it was your first kiss, then that's a bit odd. Maybe they should have maybe, you know, made it a bit more romantic. But if they weren't aware it was your first kiss, I don't really see an issue because they're probably like, ah, a kiss, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. But also my first kiss, I was drunk, so... I can't really help you with that one. It's kind of funny, I guess, but also kind of sad. It just depends on the situation. I would need more context to understand the issue with this, if you get what I mean. I guess it is kind of different because it is your first kiss, but it also does depend if they knew it was your first kiss or not. But nevertheless, I am sorry that they turned away from you and went to sleep. Maybe they were really tired. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I kissed her. I know. 
but I'm tired and I want to go sleep. I'll talk about it tomorrow or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sucks, but shit happens. And now you have a funny story to tell. It's a bit much podcast. So really, you got something to gain from it, didn't you? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I'm not. Okay. This one's like really similar, but it's like really funny. Okay. So she says, my first kiss happened six months after I started dating my boyfriend. And then right before the kiss, he burped in my face. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's something I would do. That's funny. He's a funny dude. I can just tell he's a fucking crack up. Like he's like a person that gives zero shits. <laughs> he sounds funny. He sounds keepable. Unless he's an asshole. Obviously. He could also be an asshole because he burped in your fucking face. But, you know, it sounds funny. It's something I would do. Very different than going to sleep straight after. <laughs> so I don't know which one's better, having your first kiss and then going to sleep, like, immediately after or, like, someone burping in your face beforehand. Like, who who's really to tell? <laughs> Not me because we all have – I feel like everyone has really weird experiences with their first kiss, like – I've never heard of someone having a normal experience with their first kiss. And if it's like a romantic first kiss, like, it'll get out of my face, you boring person. I just know that you have vanilla sex. <laughs> no jokes. No judgment, guys. No judgment. No judgment at all. I'm really happy for you if you had a romantic first kiss. Not really. <laughs> so I was getting to the point of the podcast where I start being a bitch. So um, <laughs> maybe I might have to start wrapping this up soon. We don't know. I might keep going. Watch me go on for another 20 minutes. So it is now currently a few days after I have recorded this. As I said in the beginning of the video, it's O-Week. Oh, video. The fucking video. The podcast. This episode. Um, it's O-Week. And I knew I wouldn't want to film. Like, oh, my God. Film. Lauren, it's a podcast. You're talking. For fuck's sakes. Anyway, I knew I wouldn't want to record when I was hungover. And I was right. You know? premeditated Lauren was fucking correct anyway so I'm gonna wrap this on this episode up guys thanks for listening thank you for supporting me always please follow all of the bit much socials um thank you for supporting me love you guys hope to see you all next week I hope you enjoyed this episode um yay um next week I'll probably I'm I'm not really sure what I'm gonna have on Wait, what? I have no idea. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Um, next week I'm having my friend on, I think, for an episode. So if you have any questions you guys want me to answer with my best friend, hit me up. <laughs> Slide in those DMs. Anyway, thank you guys. Love you always. Thank you. Bye.